Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Michael Huber. Yo! Yo! We are here because uh, Michael Huber, after oh, uh, maybe peer pressure is the best way to put it. A little bit, a little bit. For some time now, right, Huber? A couple it's, years, I'd say. Yeah, we've been telling you to play a few different games. You get asked to play a lot of games, Huber, I, I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like it's like a, a lot. burden on you sometimes. That sometimes because I, I want to like... I want to have those conversations with people, you know? I don't want to let people down. My whole job and my life is to recommend things. So when people recommend things back, I don't want to be dismissive, you know? I want to I want to share that joy, share that magic. And uh, you are starting to experience the magic of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Because I feel like this and Xenoblade Chronicles are the two big Nintendo games that people have been asking you. Especially some of us here at EZA have been asking you to play this even not Absolutely. to completion to try it, and uh, you've now put in two sessions uh, mm-hmm. w- with the game on stream. Well, about at- six hours in or so. All right, and is that all you've played of it was on stream? Are you strictly playing on stream? Yeah, I'm strictly playing on stream. Um, yeah, strictly playing on stream. I don't want to do anything on my own. You know, I want chat to, to be able to get those reactions. I want to, like, share this whole journey with chat. And uh, you were talking about just the, the pressure Damiani of the series it actually goes back to awakening okay. on 3ds yeah um you know my my history with handhelds uh if if you've followed me are kind of a love-hate relationship uh so fire emblem awakening though was always one of the handheld 3ds games that really stuck out to me that i wanted to play mm-hmm. and everyone always said huber you would love it you would love it you would love it uh, and I just never got around to playing it. So now, fast forward to Three Houses, Damiani, and it's like this shot at redemption. Uh, it just took a while to start the journey. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, because I feel like... I mean, I don't feel like I pretty much it is the way it is, is that Awakening kind of kick-started the, the revival, the, hmm. the, the resurrection arc, as you want to put it for anime <laughs> terms, for Fire Emblem Three Houses, because it was on the verge of permadeath, uh, the Nintendo no intended. Nintendo saying if Awakening did not perform to expectations back in the in 2000 when it came out back in 2013 uh, that uh, for 3DS as you said that this could potentially be the last Fire Emblem game um, came out sorry in 2012 in Japan but 2013 in the rest of the in the world but Awakening uh, one of the best performing games followed by Fates and now Three Houses which is They've just continuously made these games like more appealing, in my opinion. And they also had Fire Emblem Heroes for mobile, which is still going strong. One of the most profitable thing, probably the easiest way to get into Fire Emblem, probably the best gateway. And then of course we had the the Musou spinoff. So Fire Emblem mm. has been like big. So yeah, Huber, I can understand that also adding to the pressure. It's like for the past like eight years, the series has been like in a, a resurgence. And yeah. so many people talking about it left and right. Yeah, it always like that fear of missing out because like this is such an important franchise now. Yeah, it's not, it's not even fear of missing out. It's okay. uh, yeah. just wanting to wanting to know what it's all about. Curiosity, you know? because yeah. uh, because I haven't played you know the newish Pokemon's or Animal Crossing in a while, Damiani. Uh, or, or 
I haven't played the newer ones of those, but I've played them in the past. So I still feel like I kind of have a sense of the franchise. Whereas Fire Emblem, like, I'd only seen it from the outside. So I couldn't really, like, relate to it at all. Yeah, I just didn't know what it was all about. Yeah. Such, yeah, such an important thing because while it is a a, a strategy game, its it's roots are still in very old school SRPG uh, grid-based mm-hmm. battlefields for anyone who isn't familiar with Fire Emblem. It's essentially a war campaign story. It takes They all set in different countries. You basically lead an army. You recruit different people. You fight large-scale battles, but it's like on a grid, so it's kind of like a, a elaborate chess game. Um, mm-hmm. You have like different types of like weapon and magic users, and you have to accomplish different goals, either kill an enemy boss and like conquer the map or reach a destination, stuff like that. But now Three Houses is like took all that i mean it had been building up to this and just add so much stuff to it and i got a bunch of uh i basically asked the patrons huber for questions specifically catered to you about your experiences so we're gonna avoid spoilers so as you know this is gonna be spoiler free this is very early on uh, from Mm -hmm. huber's perspective uh so i will do my best to you know reel myself in because i can't talk i i've played through all the campaigns huber I, I played through all of them wow. and saw, including, wow. well, I've seen every ending. I'll put it that way. I don't want to spoil anything Whoa. for you. So uh, I'm very curious about your decisions because I didn't, I, I watched you for like, I watched you um, for a little bit. I don't want to say specifically because I want to get to the question about it. I don't want to answer it yet, but let's get to these questions because cool. I want to hear your thoughts. I don't want to, I don't want to be the Great. one talking here. This first one comes from Level Capybara. One of my favorite parts of Fire Emblem Three Houses or any Fire Emblem game for that matter, is how lovable the cast of characters is. But I can't put my finger on why Fire Emblem characters in particular are so memorable for me. What do you think it takes for a game's characters to truly capture your heart and mind? And are there any Fire Emblem Three Houses characters who have that hold on you already? Yes, there are. I mean, Edelgard right out of the gate, she's got a big axe. You got me. You know, you got me right out of the gate. Uh, And Petra. Mm. Loving Petra. Um, Loving her whole vibe. Just, like, seems like kind of like an outsider. There's, like, kind of a language barrier on uh, on some things. She, like, doesn't know how to properly say things she wants to say. Um, Love Shikamaru. Linhart. He's like always wants to sleep and is like lazy. Yep. <laughs> so give me that Chikamar. Yep. Yeah. Um a lot. Raphael is on the other team, but he seemed really, really jolly. Because I picked the Black Eagles. Uh full disclosure. Okay, you picked, picked Black yep. Eagles. Okay. Yep. Um Bernadette, Bernie hype. Okay. Just like afraid to come out of her room. Uh, just adorable, adorable character. Um, I will say, I, I, I don't have a definitive answer for how I connect with characters. I find myself connecting with all characters in video games. I mean, that's one of the first things I do, Damiani, is try to connect with the characters. It's one of the most important things in video games for me, are characters. Like, if I don't have someone or something to latch on to emotionally... Um, it's harder for me to stick with a story-driven game. Obviously, if it's like Fortnite or something, or like some action game, you know, where you don't really need a character, that's fine. But if I'm going to invest, especially in a big 70-hour JRPG, 
like I better like these characters. Um, and yeah. in the in relation to Fire Emblem, you know, everyone is is archetypy initially. You know, that's kind of the way you you try to connect the audience with the character right out of the gate before you have the time to connect with them is kind of the archetype tropes. Um, but in terms of Fire Emblem as well, just those battles, Damiani. Having my characters on the battlefield and then going through those life and death situations of like, oh my god, if Bernadette gets hit one more time, she's going to die? Like, that builds that bond with the character even more. Like, they're in harm's way. Uh, so that's a big that's a big one. Fire Emblem has always, in my opinion, done a very good job of that, setting the stakes. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have uh, the older ones. Um, might be a little bit different just because of like the, the their old school nature and presentation. Uh, obviously, people could have been attached, but like I kind of got in around the the GameCube era with Path of Radiance and Radiant of Dawn. That was my nice. that and uh, the original GBA release of uh, the first. Y- Outside of Japan released in North America, Fire Emblem, which is not the first Fire Emblem out there, but it was just called Fire Emblem here for GBA. Hmm. Uh, that one um, was sent to me, and like someone, like yeah, someone else who really liked the Fire Emblem series, um, who had been playing, I guess like fan translated versions of the the, the Japanese games, sent me it uh, uh, these GBA ones, the two GBA ones after they come out, and I was like. Dude, nice. these are pretty cool, and then they're like, and then I knew about the the GameCube one was you know coming out, and then the Wii follow up, and so yeah, but those the, the especially the GameCube and Wii one though, Path of Radiance and Don Huber, uh, it had like the social bonds and stuff, like you could build yeah. like relationships, but that stuff was very just do you do you want to like end up maybe like marrying someone or. But also, like, people on the battlefield, you don't want someone to die because it's yeah. it's, it's twofold. You have, like, the gameplay version, Huber, where if you just start depleting your ranks, you're going to have no one left. And it's going to be a yeah. really uphill battle. But on the, like, you know, but also it's such a long game. You said it's the investment with the character arc. And that's what I like mm-hmm. about Fire Emblem. I do feel like cast such a wide net with their characters, especially at three houses, that it's very likely you're going to find somebody you're going to gravitate yeah. towards. At the very least, you're putting your stakes on that character and you're Absolutely. like this character cannot die and if they like yeah. are in danger or die it's like you're restarting that mission like i know you don't <laughs> yeah. do that though huber you, no. you 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 stick to if they die they die you, you're different if, than me if they die they die i'm letting it ride i because i want those stakes especially as my first fire emblem game ever uh i know the franchise ha- has had this permadeath at, at kind of the forefront it is what one of the things they're known for. So I am just playing on normal, mm-hmm. but I do have permadeath on. So I think that's a cool balance of like, all right, playing on just kind of the easiest difficulty they have, but we're going to kick up the, the stakes and the intensity with with permadeath. Yeah. So you take I really the, like yeah. I love the stakes. I love the stakes. Yeah. I'm obsessed, dude. Especially just coming off the Mass Effect trilogy, Damiani, <laughs> where, where the same thing can basically happen. You know, you make some bad decisions and your crew can die. It's just, I love that stuff <laughs> for sure and uh for those yeah and you know me huber but for those of you who maybe haven't heard me in, in the past say this but when i say i i don't like i don't let someone die it's i don't i don't i play with permadeath on but i use yeah. it as a fail state for a mission so if any God. one of my characters dies i restart now these fail, games have over these games have the ability to turn back time and wind back time i personally tried to, to avoid it uh, I tried to avoid that as much as possible in my Fire Emblem Three Houses playthrough my first one 
But after like uh, on hard, like at certain points, like it was just like one move error late on, and I was like a dumb mistake. I'm like, I don't care about that. But like, mm-hmm. would try like is that's the old ones. You didn't have that rewind mechanism. But I do like that they added it because it's a, uh, it's more makes the game more accessible. Yeah, I'm actually I haven't used it yet, but I'm happy it exists mm-hmm. because even after the first real battle, I was like. I didn't lose anyone, but but I thought I thought to myself, Damiani, it seems really easy. Yes. To just get one of your teammates KO'd. It is. Uh, so that's it's scary. It is. It is very <laughs> yeah. very easy to make one wrong move in those games uh, <laughs> oh my God. And, and be punished and be <laughs> yeah. punished for that mistake. Now speaking of the combat, Huber, mm. I got another question here from Jose. Uh, hello, allies. How do you feel about the 3D combat animations? Personally, I really miss the old sprite-based animations from the GBA games. As a kid, I must have put hundreds of hours into the two North American GBA games, doing dozens of playthroughs and constantly trying out new character and team combinations. One of the big things that kept me going were the fluid combat animations, especially for critical hits. Love that. I'll never forget the Swordmaster fading backwards before slashing across the screen, or the assassin twirling his daggers before, <laughs> before striking from the shadows. Okay, I like this. I remember this. But by comparison, all the Fire Emblem games since the GameCube era have gone with 3D animations that feel wooden and lifeless to me, and they often take too long to play out, which can really add up over the course of a game as massive as three houses. You can turn animations off, but then it starts feeling as if I'm playing chess rather than controlling all these cool warriors. I understand that I'm probably an extreme outlier for feeling this way, but it has really dampened my passion for the series, and I wish they would bring back old sprite art even as an option. Uh, so Hubert, do you, uh, I know you even played the older ones, but like, how do you feel yeah. about the 3D animation, combat animations in, in three houses so far? Like, how, how do they look to you? Initially, I like them. Because you can you can zoom way out, you know, but then you can zoom all the way in and, and kind of see your 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 crew and other soldiers. Uh, and then when it goes down, it just kind of adds to the feeling of this giant battle versus like, okay, this is like, there's like seven people versus seven people. When the battle happens, it feels like it's, it's a full-scale war, hmm. which I like. But I, I could already see myself, like this comment says, of getting tired of them. Because they do all feel samey. You know, you have your your caster kind of just standing there and shooting a ball. You have your your sword yeah. and axe, and even the sword, the axe, the spear—they all do feel the same. Where it's like, okay, run in, attack, step back. You know, maybe they'll they'll attack, and it does feel very samey. Um, but again, I haven't played the old ones, and I'm only five hours in, six hours in, so I'm not tired of them just yet. Yeah. Um. That's interesting because I do know. Well, I think Fire Emblem Three Houses has a vision from a visual standpoint has its charm at points. Um, it definitely has rough spots f- to me. Uh, I, I mean, it seems like you know it's working within the limitations of the Switch hardware. But this has gone back all the way to the Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. They are definitely not visual showpieces. They never have mm-hmm. been the three D Fire Emblems. Um, mm-hmm. They do like I think the showing the scale of the battlefield is kind of like their thing, but it's very simplistic. But I think it's on purpose to make it easier for people to digest 
the 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 the, the different pieces of the board essentially, so that mm-hmm. they don't get overwhelmed. Because when you're turning on all like your movement range, enemy movement radius, yeah, and like it lot. it gets like yeah, the colors overlapping. I think it's necessary though. They still try and retain a little bit of the personality of the characters and their models. But I, I, I basically I do agree with you, Jose. Like as someone who's seen and played the 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 two D Fire Emblem games. Uh, the the sprite artwork for some of the combat animations is pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine this might be what some people are feeling about maybe Advance Wars coming out on Switch with the some of the 3D models versus yeah. 2D. Uh, and totally. you know what? To me, it's a trade off. Uh, if it's something that gets these games to continue and do well, uh, I'm, I'm for that. It, it, I mean, Awakening did use uh, sprites. In a 3D environment, so there maybe is a way to mix and match that and, and bring mm-hmm. it kind of back. But I know the combat animations weren't. Uh, but I, I will say the thing about turning off animations, turning into chessboard. These games are so long. Yeah, that I turn at, them at, off at, at a, after a couple hours. At a point, like I appreciate how they look, and for like dramatic battles, like maybe the final like a boss fight, I'll turn them back on. Just like sure. I want to see this boss fight. It, the game, sure. I love that they give you all these options, Huber. Because totally. I, 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 at some point, I do want to speed it up a little bit, um, and I don't need to see every animation play out. But there are critical mm-hmm. moments where it's like, okay, I do want to see this play out. So yeah. it's nice to have that. And I get that opinion, too, of just, like, having the nostalgia and kind of the connection with the older ones. You know, like Resident Evil, I'll always prefer fixed cameras, but they were a thing of the past, you know? It's it's in the past, and the franchise has, has gone in new directions. I'm always going to prefer that, but uh, I also appreciate, you know, where they're going now. But, but I yeah. totally understand, like, connecting with something the way it used to be. Uh, and not connecting with it the way it is now. Totally get that. Yeah. One final thing is uh, for 3D that I like. I mean, I'm sure you could do it in 2D, but it seems way easier doing 3D. Uh, is uh, the use uh, making use of topography so that mm-hmm. uh, height advantage stuff like that, like terrain, plays into uh, your strategy. Uh, like line. I just like to stuff. wait. I just like to wait in the bushes, Damiani. That's my meta. That's my strat. That's you. Co- very, you come yep. to me. Yep. I'm gonna wait yes, in Uber. this bush. That's very. That's very good. <laughs> that, that that is. You're learning to play. Uh, Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn were the ones that did this the most prominently. I feel like, like you could like roll boulders down a hill it would be like a thing, and anyone down the hill would be hit. Like stuff like that. That really dude. hasn't come back to that extent. Oh, uh, dude, let me set up traps. Yeah, so that <laughs> like that sick. type of stuff, I'd like to see that come back. So yeah. if you're gonna go three, maybe utilize more of that. But uh, that that's that's the last thing I want to chime in there. But I yeah, do. yeah, that'd be a good balance. Like two D everywhere except for like big big moments. Then it does three D, and it's like some big special thing. That'd be cool. Cool compromise. Got this next one from Platinum Declan. Uh, I'm so glad Huber is playing Three Houses. It's one of my all-time favorite Switch games, and despite high scores, still think it is underrated. It is on par with Odyssey and Breath of the Wild for me. My question is twofold. One, I don't know what difficulty Huber is playing on as I write this, but I feel it is incredibly important in games like this to at least try hard classic as a first attempt, as normal is actually easy due to a weird (laughs) translation thing that started in the GameCube era as it forces players to learn the mechanics. So my first question is this, without dictating how people play, 
Do you encourage people to play on certain difficulty levels in order to get the most out of a game? As for me, this makes it more fun, engaging, and immersive. I asked because my dad recently started RE3 on assisted mode, and it barely feels like he's getting the true experience. I get it may be too hard for him on normal, but I always encourage him and others to try default difficulty for as long as possible. Though easy for me to say, I finished RE3 seven times last year for the Platinum, but with RPGs I find playing on at least default to be of the utmost importance, otherwise you are not needing to learn the combat system. Uh, we'll stop there, because the next question is a little different direction. Difficulty is huge. Uh, the most recent example was Resident Evil Village. You know, that was one where normal was too easy and the people that didn't like their first playthrough, a common through line, a common correlation was they were playing on normal difficulty. And then I, you know, a lot of people that started their first on hard had glow, nothing but glowing things. Um, so difficulty is really important. You know, I think back to the original God of War on PS2, the, the, the first one, and just how different normal is versus harder or god mode like expert you know it just completely changes the way you play it goes from just mashing out you know square and triangle to like blocking parrying like rolling around like utilizing all of your moves another example i'm just bringing all these examples because i want to i want to stress how important it is to me it's one of the main reasons i didn't connect with devil may cry 5 Damiani, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, everyone is, yeah. everyone is obsessed with Devil May Cry 5, and the, it only let me play my first playthrough on normal. I played it on the highest difficulty available at the time of launch, and it was so easy, I, I just never connected with the combat. I just ne I never got in the, the, the high-stakes mode of, like, having to do awesome sick combos to survive it was just like okay do i want to get a high score I, i'm not a competitive person i don't care about high scores at all never connected uh so i totally get this question i totally understand this i that is why i put permadeath on that was the balance i made uh in my own private time i probably would have chosen hard with permadeath but this being my first entry into the series at all. I'd never yeah. played another Fire Emblem. And I'm playing on stream, which is its own host of distraction. You know, can't settle in as well. Like, my mind is on both, you know, f the chat and, 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 and not only on chat, but also on the entertainment of the stream. I don't want to just have a, my entire team, like, get wiped out and have to start over and all this. So I, I just thought the best balance... For everything, for my enjoyment, for chat's enjoyment, was normal with permadeath. But uh, I totally get that that yeah. concern. I'm hoping mm -hmm. that it isn't too easy. But we will see. Man, I I do feel maybe Three Houses. Uh, uh, I can't remember because I, I played it on the different difficulties. Um, I do know that back in the day, the reason they might have scaled it down is... Uh, the GameCube, again, Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn, uh, those default difficulties were actually kind of hard. Um, when I turned it up to hard on, uh, I remember the first mission on uh, on Radiant Dawn for Wii. Uh, you're basically trying to escape a village, and it's a tiny little map, not that very big, like between yeah. some like village buildings. <laughs> you just got to reach the exit, and there's a few enemies yeah. blocking you, but it's very narrow. 
I remember on hard that took me so long to beat that first one. Not just yeah. like sur- not and uh, let alone have everyone survive to get to the end. It was like, but I mean, it it, it like it, it, the to their point here, it did force me to reevaluate how I where I position characters. Like you couldn't. You couldn't just be like one spot off. Like you had to totally. learn to be a little bit more meticulous totally. and methodical. And I, I, I did stuff. appreciate that. Um, but I do think you're right, Huber. You do need to start somewhere. Like you're newer, you need to start somewhere. And and, yeah. and I think it, uh, I think you need to have some success and positive reinforcement. And then if you feel like this is too easy, because these games are meant to be played more than once. So for yeah. me, my perspective is if you really love this, you finish a campaign, yo, I love this. You're going to probably play it again, at least to see another campaign or just a replay mm-hmm. to maybe do things differently. And then you crank it up. And that's what I did early on in my Fire Emblem like experience. And I, I, I do like the same thing. I work my way up. I do start there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what's its base level? How easy is it on this? Okay, this is like maybe it's too easy, obviously, but like yeah. we're gonna crank it up to hard. And uh, they did a PS. They've uh, they they still need to do two more houses on maddening, and they're already preparing to tear their hair out. I tried to do a maddening playthrough. <laughs> And I got super far in one of the campaigns, but I got to a mission. I just, I spent so much time. I was asking Twitter and they were like, you, it seemed like, like you can get to fail states where it's like, you didn't advance this character correctly or you didn't promote them to this. And like you, like this mission, it's like, you basically have to play like a hundred times. So RNG gives you the right, like, yeah. yeah. And I was like. I can't do it. And it was just like, yeah. I felt so bad and overwhelmed. And that was for someone who's like, I play the crap out of these games. I know how to play them. I was like, this, I mean, it's meant to be ridiculously hard. So props to them, though. They do make, yeah. even in like heroes on the phone, they have ways yeah. to make stuff extremely difficult. If you want something that's like, you're going to lose more than you win, there you go. So Next time. Next Fire Emblem. Which addresses your thing about uh, Del My Cry, because you're saying like you wish they had harder difficulty. So like Yeah, the they yeah. they remastered it, Damiani, and I'm gonna go back. I replay games, it's a thing I do. I'm gonna go back to reevaluate DMC five on a higher difficulty and try to connect. Alright. Cause uh another big one, another example of difficulty, Damiani, and I feel like it made it one of my like top five JRPGs of all time, Dragon Quest Eleven. Draconic, draconic modifiers, dude. I'm like this. I'm like this. This comment, you know, hyping up difficulty. I, I am now like, please, if you ever played Dragon Quest Eleven, put that on. So much better. So good because it makes you exactly like this comment says. It really makes every battle matter. It makes your money matter so much. It really enhances Mm. the economy of like. Who do I want to give a weapon to because I can really only buy one or two? Who do I buy armor for? Like, difficulty yes. really has a way of making the entire experience better if you can find that that perfect balance for sure. Love it. Um, <laughs> excuse me. This next question comes from Keaton. It seems like more games these days are implementing. Sorry, are implementing some kind of bonding system. Where you hang out with different characters. This usually involves raising levels and gaining gameplay rewards the more you raise these bonds. 
Do you think this gamification of raising friendship levels can undermine the sense of attachment to characters the game may try ba, sorry the game may be trying to establish where the player may focus on raising levels instead of enjoying the characters themselves or do you feel that these kinds of systems enhance your enjoyment of characters? Hmm. That's a good question. Part of that is on the player. You know, part of that's on you. You got to if you're leveling leveling shit up cool but also like pay attention to the story get into the story you know like i'm going through final fantasy 14 right now damiani and it's like you know the 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 one hand it's like yo get that level cap raise your level 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 but i'm not gonna sacrifice the moment of the story i'm on like yeah i'm doing some stupid shit about like finding some wine in the woods but like i don't i want to still absorb this so i think a lot of that too is on the player you know it's not 100 percent the game's responsibility for everything they're going to give you the tools and the systems and like your perception and the way you experience it and play it is going to be different from player to player so um yeah it's a good point i feel you should uh Good advice might be to only do as much as you want to do with, with that. Like, don't get overwhelmed. Yes. Because I think when, yeah. you, when you try and reach, like, going for platinums, that's where it becomes gamification for me. And that's uh, why I don't do it. So, yep. like, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I will not blame you. Like, it, 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 like I when I played through, I did focus on everyone's story. I tried to, like, listen to everybody in, on every playthrough. And that's, that's, a, that's a lot. That's insane ask, like, an average person lot. to do it's that. But on, like, your first playthrough, I would say, like, at least I'm hoping for you, Huber, you're in the Black Eagles. Even if you don't like follow every individual Black Eagles storyline, you the ones you gravitate to, like you said, yeah. Bernie, you said uh, uh, Petra, and you said uh, Edelgard. It's like I hope yeah. with those three and at Caspar. least, like, yeah, you are just like <laughs> you're sticking with them. You're always yeah. paying attention to the story. While some of the other ones, it's like, um, oh, you, maybe you, if you, they if they start to grow on me, then maybe I'll like, oh, okay, this person's growing exactly. on me. Exactly, and I'll yeah, say because the yeah. Because the wandering around the campus, Damiani, mm -hmm. I'm only five hours in and I already know, like, I'm a completionist at heart. I do main game plus all quests, all quests, like, back to 14, it's really hard for me to go into a town, even if I'm level 40, and there's level 5 quests. <laughs> I have Stop to, it. like, I yep, yep, I have to, like, stop myself, like, yeah. no, keep moving, keep moving, like, don't do this. But yep. I can already tell in Three Houses, Damiani, the wandering around talking to every single person, un unattainable. Like, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it tight, keep it focused, talk to my crew. Uh, you know, maybe some days I will branch out and talk to a lot of people, but I'm not going to be talking to every single person on every single exploration opportunity because that will burn me out. So I definitely just want to... Feel it organically, you know, feel the rhythm. I'm not here trying to min-max because this game is does seem like one that you can min-max. Uh, it does seem like you could easily get obsessed with just like maximizing time and numbers and all that. And it's like, I don't even care. Like, I'm here for the bonds. I'm here for the story. I'm here to level up axes. Like, let's go. You know, I'm here for the, I'm here for the, 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 the small scale interaction in the bond stories and i'm here for the large scale what the hell is going on in uh, this universe yeah so i yeah i i can't get like obviously i can't get into spoilers but i mean i i felt a little bit of that like i was trying to do 
everything I could, but I started to at a certain point started to realize the futility, especially if you don't like look at a guide. Yeah. It's like if you don't look at a guide, yeah. like you're gonna you're no matter how thorough you're gonna be, you're probably gonna miss stuff and I'm gonna end up disappointed. So it's like on my mm -hmm. first playthrough at three hours, like let me just do what I can do and then on yeah. subsequent playthroughs I will you know, I'll start using a little bit more of a guide because I already know the story pretty much. So it's like I want to see specific things. You know, I want to make sure I don't miss these and hit a point mm -hmm. of no return or something like that. But also about the gamification thing, one last thing. Uh, uh, recently, when I read Scarlet Nexus, uh, I had uh, it's two campaigns basically, and you see that while there's overlap, you do see perspective from the, each of the protagonists' viewpoints. And Cobra when I was Kai situation, and was going through on a uh, Kasane, uh, the 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 girl like the girl team. I forget their uh, their squadrons and stuff. It's been a while, but anyway, a Kasane's perspective essentially. Uh, mm -hmm. You still go and like I was telling you about, like I have persona bonds things where your hideout gets decked out with more personalized items as you gift them to the right people. They all have their, yeah. their individual desk and they start seeing their personalities come to life. On my first plate, there was going nuts scene. I was like, "This is so cool!" Like I, you're in, like this person's really into old school video games and PCs and stuff, and this this person's cool. into gardening and stuff. Like I see what I'm giving you, but like on the Kasane playthrough, I was like, I'm just fast forwarding. So I like I was like, because yeah. you get new members now. It's like oh, it's their team now, like the other, because they have different members. I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm just fast-forwarding through this work because I just want to, like, hey, I got to play for review, but also I'm just going to get that platinum. I don't, I, I like, it's like, I understand that. So, like, first time, yeah. you know, fo yeah, just focus on what you can, and then, uh, you know, hey, whatever you want to do from there, it's like, as you said, Huber, it's on you. It's not the game. It's like... Totally, totally. The, from what I understand, maybe there's a game out there where it is the game's fault, where it's just, like, so in your face, and that's, like, the, the crux of the game that it's, like, ruins the experience, mm -hmm. and it's just a bad game. But who yeah. knows? Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. For for this one, Damiani, I totally get this criticism, because it's, like, or this, this fear, because it's, like, you want to talk to everyone because you, it raises the bond, you know? Like, if I just use the exploration and go talk to him, it's going to raise that bond, so, like... By not doing it, I, I could see the feeling of like, oh, I'm missing out. Like, I'm not get, getting those those attribute points, you know. So that is that yeah. is tricky. Whereas The Witcher 3, I remember talking to Blood all the time about it. Of just like, he was always under this belief of you're not supposed to do every side quest. You'll get burnt out. Oh, yeah. I remember him saying that at you some know? point. Yeah, that's such a good yeah, point. Yeah, he, he would say that. And it's like... For me, you know, there there weren't there were there wasn't a system of like bonds leveling up for doing these quests. It's just like, dude, I just want to I want to hear these stories, man. That's it. There's no, you know, you're getting like XP and stuff, but it's like, yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I just I just want to hear the story, you know. Yeah, if you're I mean if you're completionist, I mean that's what it's there for. It's there for people who want 100% mm -hmm. completion, but. Yeah. Feel like keep your sanity. I mean, I don't always observe exactly this like like Bloodworth yeah. was saying. Like he was like, dude. Sometimes I would just wanted to like get out of the area and move move forward. And that that that's an example of it being on Bloodworth. Like Bloodworth dictating. Yeah. Like, Man, Time talk to, to the NPC, on. and if you think what they're saying is stupid, be like, nope. You're yeah. If you're I'm, like skipping, uh, yeah. Bye. Like I'm just not interesting. Move on. Like you know, yeah. just don't 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 do that. You know, you're gonna drag, totally. your, drag your experience down. It's kind of interesting. Totally. This next question kind of is a good follow up. Uh, it's from Benjamin. Uh, I'd like to ask you about choices in games. Mm -hmm. Like everyone else, I'm so grateful that Huber decided to pick up three houses. I will be tuning in each week to see what oh. choices he makes. And awesome. how they compare to my own. This leads me <laughs> to my question. How do you handle making 
wrong choices in games? <laughs> do wrong choices add meaning and realism to your playthrough, or do they bother you? I remember Huber mentioning that a choice he made in Valhalla kept him up at night, and I wondered if he made if it made if that made him love the game more or less. Since we live in a time where it's easy to look up the right answer, the temptation to always make the right choice is right there. To me, Fire Emblem does a remarkable job of justifying the player's choices, whether excuse me, whether they lead to victory or defeat, friends or adversaries. It's all part of the game loop. Choices lock you out of the content, driving you to play more. Conversely, many people criticize games where a seemingly branching choice tree leads to the same outcome. So overall, mm -hmm. what is your opinion on Fire Emblem's take on player agency? Thanks for everything you do. Love and respect. Yeah, love choices in games. Love making the wrong choice. Live and die by your choices, you know? Uh, because I love when a game respects me enough to be paying attention you know like i need to be paying attention to know what to do in this situation so i feel like the witcher 3 back to the witcher does choices so well versus something like mass effect because for my mass effect playthrough a lot of the times it was like okay i'm playing paragon all the all the right paragon choices are going to be in blue or they're going to be on the top you know, I barely even need to, like, think about how I'm responding here. Whereas in Valhalla, it was like, you need to be paying attention at this one part, or, like, you're going to accuse someone of something, and someone's going to go down. And so it's like, <laughs> oh, I made the wrong decision here. Like, I should have been paying more attention. So I love those high stakes. Um, and, and back to The Witcher, I can remember one of my favorites. It's either main quest or side quest. But you, minor spoiler for a minor quest, not a big deal. Uh, you find this, you're hunting down a vampire because this vampire lady's like killing people. And when you catch up to her, she's like, yo, I'm, I'm just, I'm hungry. It's only personal. This is, this is who I am. I'm, I, I feed on humans. What do you want me to do? Like, I gotta, you gotta eat someone. So then you have a choice to like cut her down or let her flee. Um, and even if game things don't happen later on, even if there is no payoff, that RP moment sticks with me. Because I know that I either killed that character or that character is out in the world. And I try to hang on to those. I try to hang on to those, like, story-based RP moments, even if there isn't a gamification thing involved, you know what I mean? Um, which, which brings it back more to the player and of, of just kind of, like building out this world and inhabiting it in your mind and like going there being there um unfortunately i can't say too much about fire emblem three houses yeah, damiani because i'm not on any i'm not on any big moments yet um but just choices in general you know i love i love emerging gameplay i love deus ex stuff i love choices and, and consequences and i don't like to save scum uh, because I like to to live and die with those consequences and those stakes for sure. Yeah, I knew you'd like that question, especially yeah. not. I mean, yeah. you're gonna see some of it later on in Fire Emblem, but you, you, as you said, just coming off your Mass Effect playthrough, it's mm -hmm. like that. That was yeah. such a trilogy made for so that stuff, great. Even though you know they have that like, but also like games. Yeah. So which is why two to cut you off quick, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. The two is so good because the suicide mission mm -hmm. is not just like okay, do the blue choice or the up choice. It's like you better have been paying attention to know who to assign 
to this role, uh, kind of having to go outside of the box and pay a little more attention, I just love. I like I like how you put it that way, especially when you're talking about Assassin's Creed. Like you, you got to be paying attention. Like what's not spelled out for you. Though I do like games mm-hmm. that reward you if you've like built up your stats high enough. You do start to see yes. the p- potential, or you, like in Persona, where you can't pick an option because your stats aren't high enough. Love like that, that type of stuff is kind of cool too. I like that. I love type. it. You know, it seems like gamification. I still, you know. Enjoy yeah, that there's something you to, earned it. Yeah, there's something to aspire to. It's like, wait, I yeah. could have been like this? Man, I gotta yeah. try and work at that. that that's kinda cool. So Totally. Yeah. Having those persona choices, Damiani, of like, oh, if I had more knowledge, because then when another choice comes up, it's like, okay, do I hang out with this person and build the bond or do I raise my knowledge? Like I wanna I want more choices. Yeah. It's like what direction you want to go. I mean, even though I said gamification, it still plays so well because it's playing into like you can't be everything. I mean, eventually you can mm-hmm. if you play enough times and new game plus and stuff like that. But your first playthrough, it's like you can't be all that. You can't get all the correct answers, and and you're gonna have to pick or choose. And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to have to do that. Um, Absolutely. This next one is so much a question. Uh, uh, um, this is from Tommy Lee. Um, Please teach Huber about attack speed. Just kidding. Don't really have a question since he's pretty open about his thoughts on stream. It's been fun seeing someone new to the game learn, though. Love and respect. So was there something where chat was maybe bugging you about speed, attack speed in the game? I don't know. Maybe it was it has to do with, like, counterattacks. Like, if I attack, can they attack back and then I attack again? Like, sometimes I would get multiple attacks in. Sometimes so- it would just be one. Speed. The, the thing I was mostly confused about oh, okay. was companies, but I think I figured it out. About what? Companies? Battalions. Oh, battalions. Battalions. Yeah, you gotta... If you just, like, read something on that real quick or watch... Yeah. Like, I think there was a video that maybe Nintendo put out that, like, you just watch that. It, it, it clicks. Because you were asking me about it. I was like, I, was like I, never had, I don't remember having an issue with battalions. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's probably early on. has Like, yeah, I gotta... I, it's been so long, I couldn't put myself in that mindset anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I double-checked. I think, I think I just have to use them more. Yeah. And I'll learn. I, I, look, I looked it up just to be sure because I thought speed was about... It's Usually, it... it uh, it, it, it has effect on evasion, though there is an evasion stat, but it's about how many times a person can attack in a turn. So that is, yeah, that it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like, there's a lot but of like numbers your, that your I gear affects really... your speed, so like heavier units like can't move as fast, so they don't attack as much. Whereas like a like, so you have a mounted like polearm user, they're gonna go like one big thrust attack. Whereas like you got like a a, a Myrmidon who you know swordmaster basically. Who's uh, you know is nimble, agile, is gonna like do like multiple strikes because of they have a higher speed stat. This is stuff that like right now I feel like you do not have to worry too much yeah. about Hubert. But on higher difficulties, this Got stuff it. does matter because you want characters with certain stats to be attacking certain mm-hmm. units because otherwise they like you're just not gonna win because you can't just go off the basic yeah. That's percentages. So like, That's oh, speaking yeah. that stuff though. That stuff, Damiani, that's why I love Dragon Quest XI Draconic Mode, because I had to engage with the battle system on another level. It was not just grinding out attacks and grinding out your your basic moves. It was thinking multiple steps ahead, and I do love that stuff. So, you know, 
Next Fire Emblem. Something to strive to, for sure, because I'm just learning right now, learning the basics. But, uh, you know, like, like ha once I get way more familiar, like, you know, I bet by the time I'm halfway through, three-fourths through, I will be yearning for more of a challenge. Uh, because everything you're saying just about having to really pick, you know, which weapon goes against which enemy, because then that will tie back into learning, you know, teaching. I want to teach this unit this skill because this is so important on the battlefield. Love that stuff. Absolutely love it. This, uh, this last one comes from Paul Ginsberg. Loving the playthrough so far. My question is, how does it feel to play a strategy game like this live on stream with so many suggestions coming by? There are Check. so Great. many little details to find in exploring the monastery and so much to figure out during combat. So I'm curious about how you balance reading that stuff in chat while still having an immersive fun time teaching mm -hmm. this band of misfits. Yeah. Sometimes I'll zone out from chat on purpose. You know, sometimes I'm going to settle in, you know, feel it out. Uh, chat's always there to to assist. If I have any question, there's like, boom, you have the answer, which is so nice. And they've just been so supportive. It's been so jolly. No one's backseating. No one is criticizing, you know, I chose the Black Eagles, and instead of criticism, ah, oh, screw you, it was sadness for the other houses I didn't pick, you know? So, the mods have been great because they just keep reiterating, like, yo, no backseating, no spoilers, like, let him, let him stumble if, if he does, like, I'll, I'll, I will ask for help when I, when I really need it, mm -hmm. uh, and Chad has just been so respectful and so loving, love and respect. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm very impressed you're doing this, Huber, because it seems very intimidating to do do a game to do a game like this. That's why, like something like a, I mean, I usually yeah. Brad like, has seven times been like, you know how long it is, right? Yeah, he's like, yo, you're 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 gonna do it all on stream. <laughs> it's yeah, it can be a lot. Even games you're familiar with, it, it, if it's funny when like you yeah, forget stuff. God like, of War. Yeah. I streamed God of War, Damiani, and it took like 10, you know, Last of Us Part 2. Like, those are games I'm so intimately familiar with, and it was, it's, it's long, like week after week. Like, that's months. You're, you're streaming this thing for months. It's, yeah, I don't know how, it, there's definitely a trade-off, especially for first experience, um, than mm -hmm. playing it on your own by yourself. Of course. For me, like, with Final Fantasy VII Remake, I mean, I think in the end it was worth it because people seeing the genuine reactions to stuff. I feel like it was good. But at the same time, looking back upon it, especially I did my hard mode playthrough almost exclusively on my own outside of chat. And it was just such a different experience being able to be more hyper-focused, paying attention to stuff. And it felt like, oh, I'm, I'm like this, I'm getting a little bit more out of everything and understanding things. Like I feel like I do a terrible job of understanding things when I'm playing. And I, I want to cite probably the worst one i did was xenoblade chronicles 2 um i mm. feel like that was a game i should not have streamed on stream mm. um because i came so frustrated with the battle system to be fair it is a little bit it is a convoluted battle system but had i <laughs> played it on my own in my own private time uh with lots yeah. of tabs open to help me out and like look up information mm -hmm. like stop like because you don't want to like pause for like thirty minutes you to watch a video exactly, and look up stuff exactly. because like it's not interesting on stream. Exactly. So like exactly. you only have a few minutes at most to like 
quickly look at something. Uh, chat, do you have a link for me that quickly summarizes this? And then when you totally. don't click with you, for me, I was getting frustrated at the battle system. And chat, who there are definitely people in there who are familiar with it, they're like, why aren't you getting this? Why aren't you getting this? And it's like, well, it's not the same as just playing on your own. And so exactly. that's... That's always like something that like the balance. I feel like it's like more like RPGs are probably maybe not the best to do a first playthrough on stream, <laughs> but maybe like some are. So I don't know. Like this, this I think though is an exception because it's like people want to see your reactions here, but they're not looking exactly. for you to be skilled playing through this. They're like exactly. They're, they're not such looking. A specific. Yeah, yeah. I, so I feel like this one will be fine. But like if you were to go for like like a uh, you know. I don't know, like another like intensive RPG, like an, like a like a like you know new like Diablo. Like I know people want to see you guys well, play Diablo. Final Fantasy. Go ahead. Oh, I'm I'm not I'm not playing. Diablo. Not you, but like it, it, like in a theoretical. I understand the situation, God. but in a theoretical place where everything was perfect and Diablo Thor was excited, everyone's excited for it, and there was nothing wrong with Blizzard. Like playing it on stream right away, like people could be streaming it, but like people like you like i would imagine a lot of people don't want to dive in and get their head around that shit and like i want yeah. to understand this game and then i want to start streaming it like like 14 might be also like that as well it's like totally. people love seeing you first play through but like you're kind of just like so new and like it's Soaking so overwhelming it and it's like i, Final I guess Fantasy yeah six Tommy, i will be the next one i'll probably stream that with jones okay having um, a partner but, i think helps a lot yeah like Majora's Mask streaming with you, you know? It's like... It was the best. Such a 10. Uh, obviously way different streaming it with someone, streaming it alone, streaming it in general versus playing on your own. But there are just certain games, and Three Houses is one of them, where I, I just, for whatever reason, like I always wanted to play it, but I feel like I would never have played it on my own. You know, this is mm. chat pressure and and hype that has driven me to play this even when awakening came out though i i, I did want to play it but i don't think i'd be here without chat's persistence and pushing uh whereas something like you know i'm trying to think of something new like ghost of tsushima right I ghost did, of tsushima I, I was doing that but you streamed that ghost of tsushima is something that i look at and i know like yo i'm i'm gonna play that you know the last of us i'm gonna play that i'm not gonna stream that for my first go first go around like i'm resident evil like i am sacredly going to soak it up and enjoy it versus other games not better yeah. or worse just other games that are more tied to the community experience just made such a good uh made me think of a good point there and you were kind of alluding to it um real quick i i meant to say the diablo thing is from my perspective because when we streamed it with yeah. you and ben uh i was getting really frustrated playing it on stream like i guess mm. my, i was trying to like totally i was trying to find a way to say it and it come out correctly but basically i would personally have preferred to have had my first stream of diablo off screen to like understand Training it and then yeah. yeah for diablo 3 i was like i don't this is like I feel like I'm just. This is not the best way to be experiencing it firsthand uh, for my first time uh, playthrough. Uh, but mm -hmm. so the point I was going to get to though is uh, another thing I think I'm guilty of, and I wish I think maybe it's so different for me when I play it on my own versus on stream. Ex uh, I'm thinking to like stuff like uh, like Sekiro 
And uh, you were just mentioning... Yeah, Elden Ring, dude. Sorry, Thursday night, 9 p.m., all the lights are off. I will be playing that alone. Like, like extremely (laughs) challenging fights. I seem to get really frustrated on on, on stream because I have people watching me. Um, Hmm. So, like, that that definitely factors in. I think it becomes, like, a negative kind of, like, spiral there of, like... I'm not doing well and then like I feel like chat's not happy with it and I get frustrated and chat gets annoyed that I'm getting frustrated whereas I remember like things I've done that are harder on my own by myself it's like I don't have that negative association with this stuff when I when I play it on my own even if it's hard yeah. it's like like the patience I feel like on stream I don't I, my patience goes to hell where I'm on my mm-hmm. own, I'm like I feel like I'm extremely patient. So it's like this weird thing when like the yeah. lights come on, it's like there goes like it, it's yeah, it's just a different experience. So I guess you got to like 100%. balance that. You really got to balance that, and I think maybe it's like partially on us to maybe start the be, not start, but like be more intelligent and thoughtful about what games you pick, so that yeah. you can maybe avoid some of those pitfalls. Um, Shout and then, out to pro streamers, yeah. dude. Like, so many times... Well, not much anymore. I don't play that much anymore, really. But so many times when I'm just playing with my buddy or playing alone on Fortnite, and I'm just like... Pew, 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 you know? Making crazy plays, making crazy shots, and then I stream it, and I'm just like... What am I even doing? Like, I'm terrible at this game. Why do I even play this? Like, But I think there's enjoyment there, too, Damiani. You put too much pressure on yourself. Like... We're all we're all human. We all have different skill levels. Like if you fail, you fail. I don't think chat ever minds. I think chat minds when like if you're doing something over and over and over again without trying to like change it up. Like if you just keep failing, 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 but like refusing to try something new to overcome it. That's the only time I see chat get annoyed. But if you're like trying and you're failing, like it is what it is. Like so be it. I think it's also hard to explain. I mean, so this is a maybe an on us or on me problem is that sometimes in my mind I, I'm I'm seeing something like you, you mentioning failing over and over again. I actually saw that mm-hmm. with the uh, when I did uh, the Final Fantasy uh, Origin demo, uh, the mm-hmm. final boss. I saw some comments in chat getting annoyed that like you, you why is he getting so mad? He's trying the same thing over and over and failing. And I'm like. No, because <laughs> there it is. There it's it is. twofold. It's like I'm I in my mind I'm I like in my like I'm seeing something right now. It's not happening yet, but I see some kind of like window opportunity, something that I'm failing to capitalize on, and I just need to like because uh, of lack of skill or lack of understanding of the fight, I need to see it. Also, a lot of it's like dodging stuff. It's like. Well, I, 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 this would work if I learned how to dodge or like a lot of these games. It's like the defensive aspect. It's like, oh, man, I like timing and stuff. I'm really bad at this at first. It's going to take me a while to get good at this. So it's like it looks like you're just failing to say, dude, here, telegraphed an attack. You died. I'm like, well, I don't have the reaction speed for it. I, I, yeah, I'm like, sorry. Exactly. It's going to take me some time to get used to that. Yeah. But like, yeah, I do think like if you are literally failing over and over and like you're making no progress and – and like you and like you on a personal level you don't see it just like you're banging head like that's just futility but yeah, yeah i mean we could uh, i feel like there's so much we could talk about stream i will say this the the wrap of my thoughts on this is we went on a little bit of a tangent here uh, i do intend at some point to stream the because i want brad to review breath of the wild too um to get that chance to review it i want to play it on stream because I've never done a first playthrough of a Zelda game ever on stream. Mm-hmm. I think that might be very interesting to see. So that's like the, the trade-off there. A good trade-off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I am telling everyone now, like not not a lot of people watch Friendco, but like probably people watch it would probably be the people watching me on stream. Minimal chat interaction is happening during that, guys. Uh, I will pause and talk with you about <laughs> questions. Yeah. But like when I'm playing that game, gets a little, gets I'm you not, a counter I'm sorry, I'm not dealing, I'm not doing that shit where like I'm trying to focus on too much. I get frustrated. Like you're gonna see me, I'm gonna act like I'm playing it on my own with no one Hell watching yeah. me. I'm just so there might be off. like an hour of silence. I don't care if you think it's bad. It's like yeah. at the end you could do it as a case study. It's like he, he didn't yeah. talk a lot and he was focused. Like if it ended up being a different playthrough experience, like I'm gonna be like, there's proof. Here's a good like a, it's, it's useful. Um, I know. Uh, Damiani, honestly, yeah. as someone who, it's always funny because it's it's my job. But as someone who doesn't watch streams really <laughs> or YouTube videos, I always gravitate towards YouTube video of gameplay with no commentary. And even sometimes on on Twitch, I'll just watch no video, no commentary, just someone playing like. That's its own thing that I like, dude. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with streaming. So I think chat would be hyped as hell to just, like, talks amongst themselves and have have you watch you as, you know, you're oh, yeah. on the big screen. Like, I'll still like react to the movie to, theater. Yeah, I'll still react to stuff. Like, I might, like, when I'm by myself, I'll be, like, maybe not as, like, profound because, like, there's no one here. Like, it's not, I will not say it's, like, acting up, but it's, like, who are you shouting for here? Like, I am excited. I, 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 I want to yeah. share that excitement. But who am I sharing yeah. within that moment in my room? It's like, oh, I just saw, like, Ganondorf appear or something. It's like, oh, he looks so cool. But it's like, I'm playing myself. I'm like, dude, that's cool. That's how I'd be. But on stream, yeah. I'm like, D guys, did you see how cool it looks? It's like, yeah, I think that's completely fair. So when the cameras are not on me and, like, Wesker reveals himself, <laughs> usually, usually I'm just like... <laughs> this is me in my living room just like <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but huber before, um i got one more question about some related fire emblem so before like we head to the end here um mm -hmm. yeah i'm just like you seem to be having a pretty good time with fire emblem like you like in the, you like you like the school setting i know you like high school or Love school it. settings like the classroom stuff you like the teaching thing being a professor it's got it's got everything i love dude it's got mentorship it's got bonds literally it's got that that high school drama it's got political machinations you know it has sketchy rogue bandits with axes like yeah i'm i'm loving everything about it it it's got some really heavy shit too like i, I went to talk to someone and he was like watching someone and then it like cut to that person just killed themselves i was like what so heavy it was like this guy's side quest dude i forget check the tape but i talked to someone and they were watching someone and then we like approached the person or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that person just killed themselves." Like, what? It, what? Yeah, it can be pretty heavy, and I, yeah. I'm very, I'm gonna be very interested. That first cutscene, dude, the very first cutscene, the anime cutscene where she's like stabbing the guy over and over. I'm just like, okay, we're, we're getting, we're getting there. It's pretty violent, Huber. Um, yeah. Only other thing I'm curious about is because uh, I don't know if you've unlocked it yet um, or dabbled into it. I won't say any more specifics. Is a uh, like economy stuff, like your money and anything like that. I've got some cash and I'm light on funds, which I really appreciate. Okay. The the bullion. I just learned that you could sell that loot mm. and get paid. Um, 
I'm really liking the way weapons work, weapon durability, mm-hmm. battle arts costing durability, a heavier weapon. I think that actually ties back to the attack speed now. The heavy weapon hits harder, but you may not necessarily get an additional hit in. So, yeah, I'm, like, learning all this stuff. And I'm nice. Like, I'm very curious because, yeah. like, economy and Fire Emblem games are, like, yeah. can be pretty rough sometimes because, Sick. yeah. Good. Yeah. Especially when you have to spend money on. So. Yeah. Good. The only thing I've bought bought were two steel axes, one for Edelgard, one for Casper. That's like all I've spent my money on. Yeah, upgrading, yeah, getting from like, yeah, going up a level in, in build quality on your weapons is like a pretty big deal. It, it's yeah. a game changer, but you also got to like be careful. I'll give you this advice, Heber. Don't always need to be burning your best weapons on like remedial trash. trash. Yeah. Like, totally. maybe, like save them maybe for like harder bosses or something like that like when it counts oh yeah uh our final question comes from ehab uh greetings allies with the recent boon of remakes like ff7 re2 re3 and so on is there a nintendo game you'd love to see a remake for for me i'd love to see an f-zero gx remake it is a great game that i believe with some tweaks in modern hardware would turn out to be a more amazing game that brings in new and old audiences alike. Something akin to a Demon Souls remake. Would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I know they rebooted it on 360 slash PS3, but I would love, and I and I feel like th- this franchise should not be dead. Turok. <laughs> A little bit of Turok. Nintendo history there. They asked for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah Nintendo yeah. 64. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Bring it back. Bring Turok Bring back. Turok uh, back. It just seems like a oh, franchise Turok. that... Yeah, it just feels like a potentially timeless franchise, you know, that is not necessarily a product of its time. Uh, you know, you're, you're hunting dinos. Like, that's universal. I think it's awesome. Um, love, like, the 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 tribal ancestral vibe too of Turok like lean into more of that stuff like just love it um I, I, I love Turok and Turok 2 Seeds of Evil uh, when it came out in 64 Seeds of Evil yeah. dude didn't really play I mean I played then they came out the remasters the when they yeah. brought them out I, I, I dipped into them again um, but yeah. like a full blown like reimagining remake would be kind of cool for Turok I'm, yeah I'm the reboot the reboot was not very good. It had underwhelming weaponry. Mm-hmm. It had really cool knife kills, but uh, it just definitely was a, a product of the military, you know, buzz cut era. Mm-hmm. And it just, it did not. I never touched that one. Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah, not it's not terrible. Never? It's not terrible. I, I was swimming in it. Um, Yeah, I was swimming in that one. Let's get but, a. After, but I, I feel like Turok deserves more. After the initiative finishes the new Perfect Dark, uh, they can just get right on uh, a new Turok. <laughs> yes, that would be so perfect. Or Arcane. Yeah, or Perfect Dark Arcane coming after. back is so sweet. Yeah. Arcane on that. Trying to think if there's any like NES games. I, I feel like Kung Fu. Remember the NES game Kung Fu? Yeah. I feel like Sifu is kind of just like a modern, modern Kung Fu. Uh, 
that game was just like all over the place. It was just like kung fu. Kung fu it was just crazy game. The rails, man. the but rail. I love it. I felt it. like once you memorized it, it got decent. Yeah, um, pop, 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 blow, attack, blow. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I feel like if, to be like F Zero is a, a good one because like you need you need more recognition. Um, like kid, like kid, kid Icarus Uprising, uh, the mm-hmm. the 3DS game that I, I think re like re up even just an update to play it on Switch. Like H, uh, an HD port of it, because you know they just did Skyward Sword HD. They just did Skyward. If they can rework Skyward Sword HD's controls, they can work any mm-hmm. game. Um, the only thing is, Sakura, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, uh, the director of uh, Kid Icarus Uprising, was very adamant about the control scheme that mm. he intended you to use to be the one you use. So, don't right. know how I would like that person. Uh, sorry, Sakurai has absolutely earned the right. To, even if I disagree with them personally, is there a right yeah. to like keep his games how he wants them? After all, his work on the Smash series, and especially what he's done in Ultimate and the lengths he's gone to. So if he doesn't want that to happen, then you know what? I'm not going to begrudge so be him. It. But if there's some place in his heart where he, he would be willing to part with those controls and allow them to be remapped uh, in a traditional way, kick Kid Icarus Uprising is game because I never really played it. I couldn't deal with the control scheme. And I would love, and I think a lot of people Damn. would jump on Kid Icarus Uprising and getting the kick. Kid Icarus could be a series, another big series for Nintendo that they, they got to revitalize and revive. Um, but yeah. obviously, like the, the easiest one for me, even though they'd made a 3D version, 3DS version, uh, I want that like Blue Point style, Demon Soul style, uh, Ocarina of Time remake. Like, yes. Just want that. Such That or Mario 64, like so, the two most iconic yeah. 3D games from Nintendo. Just make one of them into like. The, do do the Demon Souls treatment, the Blue Point treatment. Yep. I just want that once. And and bring it home, Castlevania. Bring it home to where it belongs, Nintendo. Bring Castlevania. Bring, <laughs> bring it on home. Buy buy it from Konami, yep. <laughs> and, and, and and bring it back. Bring it on home, Whew. Nintendo. Damiani, quick tangent. Don't go off too too much. When's the last time Nintendo bought like an IP or a studio? Well, do they do that very often? So they're not known for like acquisitions. They do do it, but it's usually with the per- they did uh, uh, so uh, n- uh, next level. I think next level games might have been their most recent one. Uh, they were the makers of Luigi's, the developers on Luigi's Mansion Three. God, they base. I don't know if this is the most recent one, but it's one of their highest profile recent one that ones. Comes to mind because got they it. offered they went public. And if they got bought up by someone else, Nintendo's like, well, who's making Luigi's Mansion Four or next Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion? So I'm pretty sure that is that is that is what happened with them. Um, but yeah, got Nintendo it. usually only acquires with a purpose. Uh, like it. either they want to prevent it from going to someone else, or it just makes so much sense. But they have a lot of uh, business partners who they're they're interlinked with. And they're perfectly happy with that arrangement mm-hmm. where they don't own a company, but they, they have a good working relationship. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, it's... Because there's, yeah. there's such a history with Castlevania, Damiani. I mean, obviously the original on, on NES, but then, of course, like Castlevania 64, and even the Lords of Shadow, like, Intercool that was on, on 3DS, like, they've got exclusive Castlevania games, so just a weird one. Yeah, uh, I always associate Castlevania with Nintendo. I always just have that association, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monolith Soft was two thousand seven. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. a lot of them were like a while ago. I mean, I mean, retro was forever ago. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, there was a was it? No, this was a startup, wasn't it? Yeah, NERD was a startup. It wasn't bought. Uh, oh no, it was Moby Clip and Act Imagine. Um, they they but they got them. Uh, when did they acquire them? Anyway, um, sorry. There's a. I, I know we covered something similar just like a while ago on Friend Code. I had all this information, but wasn't quite prepared for that. But yeah, sorry. Uh, next level games. No, my I I caught you off guard with. They that don't question, really buy properties, though. That's the thing, <laughs> you know, Hubert. To your other point, they don't really buy IPs. Yeah, that, like, that's because people always talk about buying much, Sonic yeah. from Sega or yeah. stuff like that, <laughs> or, or Mega Man from Capcom. It's like <laughs> yeah. they even if it's for sale, they like don't seem to do that. They want yeah. other. They like it when other studios still make their games. Just they like them exclusive, like like Bayonetta, like Bayonetta three from Sega. Like they not they didn't buy the Bayonetta franchise or the IP. That makes sense. They want Sega to do it. Um, great, same with like great. Platinum with Wonderful One Hundred One. They're like they never owned it. They're like it's yours. Like you just you, totally. get, you want that remake or remaster, you fund it. But yeah, well, uh, thanks Huber for joining me and sharing that your was fun. Uh, your initial impressions. Just getting started, Damiani. And answering all those patron questions. Absolutely. Thank you to our $5 and up patrons for submitting those questions. Uh, again, $5 and up patrons, you can submit questions for consideration for Friend Code. I'll make the post uh, before the recording of a new episode. So be on the lookout for that. Also, uh, if you're a $5 and up patron, you get uh, early access uh, to Friend Code as well as some of our other podcasts and shows. So thank you uh, to everyone who shows your support um, with our Patreon, patreon.com slash easy allies. Um, you know, every little bit helps with us. So, you know, make shows like this possible, makes all of our other content possible. So, you know, cannot be understated how much it, it matters to us when you support us that way. And uh, we got some, I got some shout outs for our special uh, shout out tier of patrons uh, for the month of, we're in August now, August, 2021. Man, the year is just going by so fast. Almost flew at, by. Almost to September. The the murderous September, murderous row of September games, man. Yep. I was like, thought it was gonna be nice and spaced out. Saw like Kana was delayed nope. there, so it's like, ooh, got nope. Tails, got Kana, like got, got like three games now in September. Back to back. Tsushima director's cut coming up. It's like, man, September. Everything is in September. You know what? I'm happy Horizon's not going to come out this year if the rumors are Seriously, true. Seriously, Happy Breath of the Wild sequel is not this push. year. <laughs> Too many games going out now all of a sudden. That's how it is every year. But uh... Oh, sorry, are you going to say something? or Nope, I just said yep. Oh, okay. Yep. So, shout-outs to our August 2021 uh, shout-out to your patrons. Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Esdokal, and Nick. Shout-out. Thank you so much. Shout out. Shout out. Well, Shout out. Huber, it was a pleasure. Looking forward, I want to do a follow-up. Maybe maybe when you finish the game, Huber. Maybe it might not be a yeah, friend maybe code halfway, thing. Yeah, maybe halfway or maybe when I finish. Uh, just if you're watching, just know that if I have short streams, those are because I don't mm. want to not stream. So if I do a really short one, it's because I want to keep the momentum going. I mean, ideally, I can get a couple 10-hour streams in and just to bang this thing out sooner than later. But if I have just, like, last one was only, like, a couple hours, um, it was either that or nothing at all. So if, if I have short streams, it's just to keep it yeah. keep it moving, keep Good it point. going. Like Jones, like Jones with Mass Effect, like, it's not ideal, but if he keeps that going, you know, that's that's a way to just... Make sure it keeps going 
on schedule. So good stuff. Well, until next time, everybody, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Thank you.